Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it an honor and a blessing to be here with all of you on this episode number 149 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we're going to talk today about the original Avenger. Yes. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with the parable of the unjust judge. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody, we've got a podcast to go on deck. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Take a listen. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So I know that I say that such and such is one of my favorite scriptures or such and such is one of my favorite scriptures. I have a lot of favorites and I'm grateful to God for having so many favorites. I wanted to talk to you all about a parable that has uh, always been one that has been close to my heart and why I love it so, why I love it so. And that is in Luke chapter 18 and it is verses number one through eight and it is the parable of the unjust judge so right off the top bcu family jesus starts this parable off with valuable information and something that we all need to do and he said And I love this. And and Jesus spoke the parable unto them to this end, to this end and said that men always ought to pray and not to faint because the cares of this life, BCU family, will have you fainting in your heart about what God has told us that he was going to say or do. That's the enemy's job to get us to faint in the midst of adversity, 
and that we don't we stop believing God. So right away, the Lord tells us what to do. And that is even backed up in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, where uh, we are admonished to pray without ceasing. So we've got to continue to pray and not to faint. All right, so I'm going to go back to Luke uh, chapter 18. And verse number two says that there was a city where there was a judge and this judge did not fear God and he really did not regard man either. So this judge just had his own way of doing things. He didn't let people face him and he didn't know the Lord at all. And there was a widow in that city and she came to this judge and she said, avenge me of mine adversary. So something was going on where this woman was in some sort of trouble with someone and she needed to judge to work on her behalf. And obviously, in verse number four, um, it appears that she kept coming to him continually. Now the script doesn't say that. The scripture doesn't say it. But verse number four says, and he wouldn't. He, he would not do it for a while. For a while. So obviously she was coming to him pretty regularly and asking for what it was she wanted. But afterward, the unjust judge said in his heart, Now, I don't fear God, nor do I regard, nor do I regard man. Verse number five says, Yet, because this widow is troubling me, <laughs> I will avenge her lest by her, you know, continuing to come to me. She just wears me out. She's wearing me out coming to me. So let me just go ahead and give her what it is that she's asking for. Now, verse six says, uh, goes on to say that the Lord said, you know, listen to what the unjust judge said. I don't fear God. I don't regard man because she keeps coming to me over and over and over and over and over and over again. I'm just going to give her what it is she wants. Notice that the unjust judge didn't ask the adversary what was going on. Uh, he didn't get both sides of the story. He just went ahead and took this woman's word for whatever it was that she needed avenging from. And he did just that. He did just that. So when we think about that BCU family and go to verse number seven, again, in Luke chapter 18, God says, and shall God not avenge his very elect, which cry out to him day and night, though he bears long with them. So let me just, let me go back to that. And shall God not avenge his own elect? So when you think about the word elect, the Greek word is eklektos, if I'm remembering correctly. And that just means that God has hand-picked us. He has chosen us. And you can hear the word election in that word, uh, eklektos. You can hear that uh, election and the thing is, is that when God elects us, when he chooses us, there is nothing fixed or raggedy or suspect about who he chooses because he does it intentionally and purposely. And I praise God for that. So we may be surprised 
with who God chooses, but God is not. So we are his chosen. And the scriptures remind us that he will avenge his own chosen that cry out to him day and night. So think about it. Many of us, myself included, have prayers on the altar that we've been waiting on the Lord to answer for quite some time. We have unsafe family members. We have we know people that have troubles uh, in their homes. We may know someone that needs to be healed. We may know someone that is going through uh, with their family or has financial issues or, you know, the kids are up at school or maybe there's marital issues. There are plenty of things plenty of things that we are crying out to the Lord for day and night. And God says, I will avenge you. Now, I want to go to verse number eight because this is the clincher for me. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. So and that's verse number eight of Luke chapter 18. And I want to go to the, the A version or the A part rather of this verse that says, I tell you that he, meaning God, will avenge his elect speedily. Now, I, I want to talk about the word speedily because many times, and I have to say this even for myself, BCU family, when I've read this, especially in my earlier saved days, when I saw that the Lord would avenge speedily, I was thinking that it would be quickly in the way that as soon as my prayer was answered, if you will, uh, the Lord would do it. And it's not that the Lord doesn't do that sometimes. And from time to time, there are some times where it takes a while for the Lord to do what he is doing. And there's a purpose behind it because he's got a particular timing for everything. The book of Ecclesiastes says that uh, for everything under the sun, there's a time and there is a season. And for whatever reason, uh, and God has good ones, he does not always answer our prayers straight away. And I can think of one such reason is because we'd be spoiled brats if God gave us our way and answered our prayers uh, when we first prayed them. And again, not that he does, he, he does do that. Not that, that he doesn't, you know, not answer prayers speedily. Sometimes he doesn't. But our faith wouldn't be worked as much. Our patience wouldn't be worked as much. Our hope in Christ wouldn't be worked as much if the Lord gave us what it was that we wanted straight up front. So with speedily, um, what it can mean also is that while we wait for the Lord to do what it is that he's going to do, once God puts something in motion, it happens quickly. Do I have any witnesses in the building that when God puts something together, it happens quickly? Um, I can recall uh, when I was uh, job hunting a number of years ago, number of years ago, the place that I uh, was working for, I had been acquired and a job attrition had come and we got laid off and whatnot and uh, I was doing some temp work and, you know, just looking for something that was steady, of course. Uh, my daughter was very young at the time, looking for something steady, looking for something that had, you know, good pay and benefits, you know, so that I could take care of my daughter. And um, 
I went in for an interview uh, at a place. Uh, they were holding a job fair, and I won't say I won't name the place, but they were holding a job fair, and. I I, I want to say, BCU family, that I just happened to see it. Now, I know better than that. I know you all know, too, that we don't happen to do anything because God, again, is so intentional and strategic about what he does. But I, I just seem to remember just, you know, stumbling upon, thank you, Jesus, this job fair. And it was open and I uh, was able to secure someone to watch uh, my daughter for me at the time and went in for this job fair. I really didn't have a whole lot of expectation, BCU family. I don't remember going in with the attitude of, you know, defeat. But, you know, it was more of curiosity. Let's see what happens. And, you know, whatever the Lord does, he does. And um, we'll just give God praise. Because at the time, um, I was working temp. And had been working temp, really, for quite some time. Temp and part-time BCU family is what I was doing. So I was in need of a full-time job that had some benefits and some uh, decent pay. Nonetheless, the Lord was taking good care of me in between. So I had been... Uh, again, just uh, working and waiting and, and, and looking for the Lord to do something and went into this job fair and uh, spoke to a few people and got an initial interview and then got a second interview. And I want to say, BCU family, I got a third one as well. And uh, the Lord blessed me to get this job. And what was just so awesome about it is that I have been working temp and part-time for so long, for so long. I had gotten used to it for so long, but once the Lord opened up the door for me, once he did, and Lord, I thank you. I'm just getting emotional, BCU family, thinking about what God did and how he did it. Once he opened up the door, it came so quickly. And I said that I had those those interviews, but it was just like boom, 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 back to back. And the Lord has been good to me uh, ever since uh, on that job. So, and I thank God for it. So I say that to you, BCU family, because I was certainly crying out to the Lord day and night to for him to answer my prayer, to him, for him to avenge me, for him to take care of me too. And not that he wasn't. But he knew the need that I had. And just like that widow, she had a need. Okay? And she went to the unjust judge to get that need taken care of. We can go to our just God. Hallelujah. For him to take care of what it is that we need. He will avenge his very elect speedily. So I'm here to encourage you, BCU family, that if you have been waiting for quite some time for the Lord to answer your prayer, if you are holding out until your change comes, do not let the enemy get into your ear to tell you that you need to do something illicit, illegal, outside of what the word of God says, that you need to help God in any way or skip any steps. Continue. Oh my God, I thank you to cry out to the Lord day and night. And as you're doing it, Cry out to him in faith, knowing that he hears you, that he sees your need, and that he will meet it according to his will and his way and his timing. I, I tell you to BCU family, and I, I didn't intend to go here, but it's just popping up in my spirit. Also, while you are waiting, 
give God praise for the space that you are in, in the way of contentment. You know, the scriptures led us to know in, in the book of Philippians, I want to say it's chapter four, that Paul said that he learned in whatever state he was in to be content. And if we are content with whatever it is that God has given us, whether it's a part-time job, whether it's a temp job, or you're not quite making the money that you want to make, or the benefits are not enough for you and your family, continue to give God praise. Continue to serve Him. Continue to worship Him. Continue to uh, talk with your church family and to love on them and to be a blessing to the people around you. Continue to do that. Continue to be content from your heart and watch what God does. He will avenge you speedily. And once he starts things, it just goes and goes and goes and you will reap the benefits of allowing the Lord to be your avenger. So whether BCU family, you are waiting for the Lord to supply a need for you and you need him to work it out He is your avenger and he will deliver you speedily. Perhaps you do have an adversary that is coming for you and comes for you on a consistent basis and you need the Lord to avenge you of your adversary. Just continue to cry out to him day and night and do that in faith, knowing that he will avenge you and that speedily. Amen. He's going to do it. The word of God says so. We can stand on the word of God. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he needs to repent. So we can count on the word of God. 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 And we can count on God keeping his word. We can count on God keeping his word. We can count on God keeping his his word. I had to say that over and over and over, BCU family, because we've got to get this down in our spirits uh, because the enemy's job is to get into our ear and tell us all what God is not doing when God is working on our behalf. Um, And something else that I've had to learn while I am waiting, because there's a lot of things that we're in flux about. And while I'm waiting, something else that I'm learning is to wait in a spirit or a state of contentment. Uh, Philippians uh, chapter 4 reminds us, Paul reminds us that whatever state that he is in, he has learned to be content. And many times, BCU family, what happens is, is that we will murmur and complain while we wait. And when we do that, It can prolong what we're waiting on God to do. And we have very good examples of that uh, in the book of Exodus with the children of Israel. Uh, Many times we talk about the children of Israel and how disobedient they were. And they saw all of these miracles, the Red Sea and the manna and the quail and, you know, the pillar of fire. Uh, by night and the cloud by day that guided them and all of the provisions that God had given them. We talk about that and we say, you know, if we were them, we would do so much better and so much different. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have uh, acted that way. And many times if we are truthful with ourselves, we, we do, we do that. We do do it. Uh, we will 
fuss and complain and murmur through our situation rather than waiting with contentment. And let me say to you, BCU family, that some of the things that we are enduring, uh, it's hardness. <laughs> well, <laughs> the book of Timothy says that we have to endure hardness as a good soldier. So some of the situations we're going through are not pleasant. Uh, I can completely understand that, and I know that God does too. Uh, what we want to do as we wait is to continue to cry out to the Lord and ask him to you know, strengthen us. And waiting builds strength. And Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 reminds us of that, that they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So, so sometimes the Lord just has us waiting so that our strength is renewed, so that we'll mount up with wings of an eagle. We will run and not be weary. We will walk and not faint. So wherever we are in this walk with Christ, if we're running the race patiently, if we're walking with him uh, through the valley <laughs> of the shadow of death sometimes, whatever it is, the Lord will give us strength as we wait. So I just stopped by BCU family to just tell you uh, to encourage your heart and to encourage mine as well because I'm feeling I'm feeling it BCU family I'm feeling encouraged in my heart that we just want to wait on our avenger to take care of us in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth on uh, whatever God has given us to do as far as instructions are concerned on our end we want to be sure that we follow through with those if the instructions are to wait we want to do that and do that with a praise in our hearts and watch God move. And once he does, it's going to be speedily. Amen. Amen. All right, BCU family, I am really curious to know what you thought about what we talked about here today. So uh, why don't you do this? If you're not already on the BlaineCouragesYou.com site, please head over there, head down to the comments section and let me know what you thought about what we talked about today. And how is your waiting game? How are you doing with that? How are you doing with being content? So let's continue our conversation. This is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you all so much for listening. And Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our awesome God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you wait on him, as you continue to pray and not faint, as you stay on the walk.